Hello and welcome back to the Jefferson My Drinks Fantasy Podcast. I'm Ian Harrison and I'm joined with our co-hosts. Pete Mamanis. Hello, Monk. So you weren't sure which way round to go then, were you? Because no. you're so used to hosting H. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah, so... I'm just destined to always be second on this <laughs> podcast, so yeah. that's fine. I'm just going to continue my bit in the middle. Yeah, so all of our regular listeners will notice that there's a new host in town tonight. Fuming. That's me. I have had the best performance out of the group in terms of fantasy. Where I have gone four and one in my team. Congratulations, man! Thank yeah, well done, well done, Ian. Yeah. First win of the season in week four. Long time speaker, first time winner. That's the one. Yeah. So, Pete, you've been down in London this weekend, haven't you? Watching I the have, game? Yeah. How was it? It was it, what the game or the experience? <laughs> well, we all know how the game was. Yeah. So, tell me about the experience. It wasn't. Do you know what? I was quite looking forward to the games this year. I'm going. I was there this this week, and I'm going to the Bills Jags this week, which should be better because the Bills look good, but. The Falcons were really disappointing. Really disappointing. The overall event's good. Wembley's Wembley's decent for that sort of thing. It's just nice to... And the only other time I go to Wembley's watch football and it's just a little bit one-sided in terms of who you who you, who you want to win and yeah. it's a little bit heated at some point and it's heated on the tube. But no, it was all it was all good. It was all good fun. Saw some sights, so that was good. Oh, yeah? Like what? <laughs> the bloke in front of us, older bloke in his 60s, I would say, brought his um, binoculars with him. I was like, oh, that makes sense, you know. I mean, we weren't sat in the gods. We were sat, I think he sent you guys a picture. We had, you had uh, good seats. I think it's, it's a tough game to track with a set of binocs, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, we had decent seats. And, and yeah, um, I sometimes struggle to track it on telly. Yeah. Well, he didn't use the binoculars while the game was going on. He only used the binoculars when a cheerleader, cheerleaders came out. So <laughs> he had his little, he had his glasses on, so obviously his sight wasn't great anyway. And as soon as the bit, as soon as the game stopped and the cheerleaders came out, glasses were carefully taken off and put away. Binoculars came out, and then he just, just stared through his binoculars for the, for the 30, 40 seconds that the cheerleaders were dancing around. I was like, fair big play. Fan of that. And he's zooming in on the phone. The, what, no, it was just on his own. Oh, just not, even on like his that. own. My wife sat behind him was a bit like, he's a bit creepy. And I was like, yeah. He is. However, he's got the right idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's when he starts zooming in on his phone, that's when you got to start worrying. Yeah. Seen that you've seen pictures of that in the past, haven't you? Yeah. But yeah, it was good. Thanks, mate. Yeah, good. Good. So have you guys done in your leagues this week? Go on, Pete. I'll let uh, you I am one on one in the ones that have confirmed. Um I've put a decent score up in best ball and I've got one in the balance tonight where I'm done in the full PPR I'm done, but Sam needs twenty one points from Kenneth Walker which is a bit of a stretch but he's well within I mean he got 30 last week so it's well within his well within his uh, the realms of possibility well, yeah that's the word that's that's what I was looking for thanks yeah. mate yeah but definitely possible so I'm, I will I'm not getting up tonight because I've had a, like I said I've had a busy weekend I had to drive back from London today but I'm not getting up tonight but I am uh, will be I'm eagerly anticipating the results tomorrow morning so just for anyone listening we are recording again on the Monday so yeah. we've not got the results of tonight's game uh, so if, if we do say something that, that's my behind. fault that's my fault this week well you know we've, we've, we've all got other commitments haven't we I've got work on some nights so HR have you done on your leagues before I start I just want to say for everyone that was listening it's Ian's 40th birthday this week so happy yeah. birthday to Ian thank you very much um, thank you. Yeah. we've not got music to play we're not uh, set that up no we, uh, should we sing it, I'm the yeah. one in charge of no. music so. yeah <laughs> I don't bro your own birthday I don't, music. I don't yeah. know how you sneak that in. Um, <clears throat> in terms of pod, I am two and two and one absolute 50-50 game. So it's 
Uh, Dave has DK That's Metcalf. Still all right, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's another Considering good week. Considering the start you've made, I'd it's take a possible it. Yeah. record. Yeah. And the the ones that I've actually lost in is the uh, best ball and the auction. So the ones that don't have any money um, involved. So I'm I'm not that overly that's, bothered. That was the one well, thing. The that best that ball does have money. We've all paid entrance fees and. Oh, that's just, even if I win that, it's just I'm just going to donate the money back though, to the charity. Yeah, just happy so, to be here. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm here for the what crack. Win again? That I think you would check. It was because it was all a charity thing. It was just a bit different in the summer. Yeah. I, I was like, I didn't even check what the winner got. Might just be a t-shirt saying <laughs> I'm great at fantasy football. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, there is though. The winner gets an entrance into a global fantasy football tournament, the Scottfish Bowl. Uh, oh, that's cool. Uh, okay. That's cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. That is a good prize. Um, the Auction, I have doubled uh, the score of the person that was up against. And uh, shout out to Dave. Um, a few weeks ago, Ian said the words, you've had a stinker. And Dave, uh, yeah, that you, was just before he did the I double know, over Ian. Yeah, so, just before he did Ian's the double over Ian. I'm never slagging Dave off again. <laughs> yeah. um, so, Ludders, I think Dave's brilliant. Yeah, Ludders, I absolutely love you, and thanks so much for only playing one quarterback um, and leaving um, Deshaun Watson, who I'm going to come on to in a minute or two. Um, it didn't matter, though, did it? No, it didn't matter. <laughs> um, but Dave, uh, in terms of that, you had a stinker, um, but we still love you, so that's I, fine. I have noticed that maybe we should do a, a separate pod to review this at some point, maybe mid-season, but the scoring in our dynasty is completely different to... Yeah, the sort of levels that we get to in redraft, and I don't like. Well, obviously, people have built it's their our PPR for starters. Yeah, no, but I I get that, but I think because people have built their teams, yeah, for different. Like you were saying earlier, off the pod, that like you've built it for the future, whereas some people are going for now. They've gone it's all like, in yeah, this year. You are getting some scores some weeks where it's like I put up a really good score this week, but up until this point, I've been really struggling. I think if you look at yeah. the total points, all right, there's, people score more on some weeks than they do on others in all types of fantasy, but. If you look at the total points, some of the points are like there's like hundreds of points difference, and we're only four weeks in. I think this between is the team at the bottom or the top te- top scoring the team and the bottom scoring team. So I think this, this is why uh, Dynasty and me Dynasty is really good because like you can clearly see the differences. Between, so like I look at my squad and go, I've kind of got like my my setting stone players that are going to be there for a while, but I do have a couple of aging players. And other people already have got... four weeks in. No, 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 no. Well, we 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 spoke about Mac. Did they come with Mac, their own binoculars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we we spoke about Mac's team uh, on the pod, and he went all out to win it this year, next year. And you look at his team, and you go, in a couple of years, you might start to struggle. Whereas you look at Ian's team, who is really struggling this year, but in the future could be that team that you kind of have to beat. So it's why it's quite it's why it's really it's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, should we talk about should we talk about our teams right this week? Yeah. But in the future, maybe his calf won't hurt. Don't set me off now because I'm going into it later. I can't <laughs> believe the Bengals are tanking for Marvin Harrison Jr. with Jamar Chase still yeah. in the squad. Well this is because we didn't give T. Higgins a contract. Yeah. This is the way. Pay pay Joe, but Joe's got to not win any games this year. That's yeah. part of your contract. We'll give you the money, but we need a really good pick next year. He's got yeah. paid now, and he don't yeah. he doesn't care. I think he does. <laughs> so, any apologies this week, guys? Only a quick one from me. Um, I bigged up Tyler, Tyler Algier last week and thought he would have a really good game against the Jags, and they proved me completely wrong. And generally, the Falcons don't look very good, and I don't think 
and I think we'll talk about Ritter in a bit, but with him a quarterback, I just don't think there's any hope of them. I'm quite impressed that they've got to two and two, to be honest. So Yeah, I don't understand how Ritter is an upgrade on Mariota. No. I don't. Not at all. Mariota's better. Well, anyone can hand the ball off, really. Yeah. I think Mariota's well, better with his feet. Yeah, Mariota was better with his feet. So I don't understand why they've got rid of him and got rid of... No. No. And the, and the problem is, when you want to play like that, and you want to run the ball, and they should be able to run the ball, you've got he's got to be able to complete the passes. It's the same with Justin Fields, and we'll talk about him at some point today, I'm sure. Baller. It, you've got to be able when when they just sell out to stop the run, you've got to be able to complete the pass. Otherwise, they're just going to stop the run all the time. They're just going to focus on that. If they think you can't complete a pass 20 yards, 30 yards downfield, then there's, there's no... The Bengals again now, aren't we? <laughs> there's no doubt there, though, is there? But it's the same thing. It's like you've got to be able to... The same with the Jets. Like you can't, You've got Dalvin Cook and Brees Hall there, but you're never going to be able to get them going if Zach Wilson can't com- consistently complete passes at least... 20 yards down the field so well yeah if you, if you can't like your RPOs are out your play actions are out because yeah. you're, yeah. you're not passing the ball and everyone knows you're not passing the ball Yeah. so we're not going to buy on that we're just going to fill yeah. the box you can't mix it up a bit mm-hmm. yeah um, so you mentioned Justin Fields so I'll do my apology now it's my apology believe it or not is to Justin Fields because apparently it turns out Chase Claypool was the issue <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think there might be a little bit of yeah. an element of the Broncos are just helping everybody out here. Justin Fields, after me saying he can't pass the ball, went 28 of 35, 335 yards and four TDs, for 28.9 fantasy points. Yeah. Playing PPR. Yeah. So, great comeback week for Fields. Still threw one interception and still lost the fumble. So he's still turning it over consistently. And the interception cost them the game. Yeah. There is that as well. Although yeah. I... And I was watching it in a bar, so I wasn't. I didn't. It's not like I was watching it at home, so I didn't follow it along as much as I would usually. But the play calling and the decision making lost in the game because there was a, they were they were from what I could see, well within field goal range. Well, <laughs> and yeah, he decided to one. go for it on fourth down yeah. at 28, 28. I was like, just kick the field goal. Like, yeah. you've, you've just given up a twenty-eight-seven lead. And you've got the chance to go right. Well, we'll go three points back. We'll go back in front, even if it is just three points. Plenty, all... There was plenty of time still on the clock for them to do whatever. Yeah. But yeah. then they've stopped them going the other way, and the Broncos have put a field goal on. And it's just, it's just, it's just daft. I don't know what Eberflus is doing. Yeah. 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 yeah it, it's like he's trying to do himself out of a job. I'm, he's doing a great job of doing that because <laughs> they so, should yeah, have so, won that yesterday. So I apologize goes to Fields because he's not as bad as I've been saying he is. But it's one one game. His turnover ratio now is eight to seven. See? So he's still on track for that game this year. Yeah. H, your apology? Uh, mine's Amari Cooper. Um, I thought he was going to have a monster game. And granted, it doesn't help when your quarterback decides to go for another massage, but that is absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, Ravens were banged up um, and absolutely balled out on the Browns. Um, didn't give the Browns a sniff. I thought, obviously, with Chubb being down as well, Amari Cooper would probably be their main weapon, and they just didn't have anything. No, just no, just on offense. They might have done better. Yeah, Yeah, maybe. Um, But yeah, I think obviously the little caveat with that one is Deshaun Watson decided to go and have a massage instead. So, did they start a quarterback? uh, The uh, fifth round rookie is it? uh, I can't remember his name. Put you on the spot there. I apologize. 
Dorian Thompson something. Yeah, it's a double barrel name. Yeah, uh, one of them. I can only do two two names one. at the best of times, and even then, I'm messing up. Seems to have been a cult of like average quarterbacks, don't they? All the ones that were, yeah. were, were ended up playing last year because they were second choice or whatever. It just seemed to like the the Carson Wences of the world just seemed to have been culled from the league. Yeah. It's like everybody in the summer just went, yeah, we're done with them. Let's just bring a load of rookies in. And yeah. we anyone, create... anyone seen Taylor Heineke anywhere? Yeah, yeah. Second... He, he should have come on, Taylor Heineke. Create a second load of garbage quarterbacks let's bring all them into the league i'm i'm paying a lot less. i'm more worried about playing the falcons this week if they bring taylor heineke in like taylor heineke is a Apparently. better quarterback I, than ridder still be art smith calling the plays and it'll still be run yeah yep, at least heineke can air it out when he needs to yeah and the thing is you're, you're, you're better at stopping the pass than you are stopping the run yeah true true so you actually want to wear it out yeah plus it's ridder so you want to wear it out anyway that's uh, right so i saw apologies what did you guys get right? I didn't get a lot right this week, <laughs> but I did have Rory McIlroy to score more points than anybody else in the right. Well, well done, Pete. So that, that five turned into a nice 45 quid over the weekend. <laughs> and what a player he is. Anyway, um, and, and he did. He did Stay make tuned me... for our fantasy golf podcast. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did make me smile a bit this weekend. Rory was on fire. What a player. Roy, uh, my drinks podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, the only thing I the only thing I would say I got right was last week when everyone was going dolphins heavy and getting really excited. I did say that the Bills had turned them over. Yeah. I didn't see that coming, but I think the Bills have kind of gone a little bit under the radar the last few weeks. That they are playing really well. The defense looks better, yeah. and they they really showed up from all accounts yesterday. Dolphins so. crashing back down to earth this week. I think I, I think it was dolphins. He's not really doing a lot, and like, no. their offense is so explosive. It kind of went under the radar a little bit that the Broncos scored 20 points without really trying last week because they were out of the game. Well, see, this is the mad thing, is Russell Wilson's stats, like, that game were ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it was, it was a... Considering the defense put up or lost 70 points, like, Russell Wilson had a really good game. Like, it was an underrated game, but, yeah. The, the, Dolphin, the Dolphins are still a great side, yeah. and they're, they're still going to be in the mix, but that, that will give... And that just brings them back down to earth a little yeah. bit. Yeah, a bit of a reality check for the yeah. Dolphins. I think one thing that is mightily impressive about the Bills as well, and it's something that we all kind of worried about a little bit with Allen, is Allen's balling out at the minute. Like mm. I think at the minute... in he's the Davis, fantasy relevant. He is. He's, he's definitely getting there. He's got three and three. He's definitely getting there. Oh, now, that, isn't he? That's his three for the year now, he isn't scored, it? Because everyone will jump on him. He scored. Yeah. I was looking at him earlier. You know you're desperate. You know you're desperate. I was looking at him. No, and I tell you why. And I do this every year. I always fall for that. I'm going to the game on Saturday. Wouldn't it be Sunday? Wouldn't it be nice? <laughs> wouldn't it be nice to have a player in one of my fantasy teams that's actually playing? And I don't think I've got any. Um, and I had Gabe Davis earlier in the year, and then I dropped him, and then I was looking at him again. And the problem is. I mean, he scored in each of the last three games and still not put up a great fantasy score, considering he's got a touchdown. It's just like yeah, it's, it's one target, it's, one reception, yeah, one it's score. three yeah. catches, two, forty yards. It's the Mike Evans of yeah, last year. Yeah, two score, catches, one for forty two yards, two touchdowns, two yeah. receptions, you two yards. With, you end up with like eleven points, twelve points, thirteen points. You're like, well, if he scores a touchdown in full PPR, you want a lot more than that, don't you? So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, H, what did you get right? A lot. I'm completely, <laughs> I'm completely different to Pete. Uh, first of all, what I on that we might want, yeah. we might not want to do the prediction section yeah. at, the end, um, at the end of this, mate. <laughs> I want to let let H go back inside and then we'll do it after yeah. he's gone. Um, 
Yeah, uh, appreciations. First of all, you two for talking me into the Texans, uh, uh, picking up the Texans win, um, because you two talked me into that on our predictions. We did, didn't we? But I did say the Texans would be two yeah, and two, did. and that was a yeah, that was a mistake. Yeah. yeah. You, bullying him into taking the Texans yeah. would turn out, went out really smash the Steelers. Yeah, yeah, it was a really bad decision. Um, and then my waivers, my waiver, my waiver wire pickups keep doing well. Puka Nakua, um, I know he will probably have a drop off with Cooper Cup coming back, but I also had Nico Collins, and I've said um, Adam Thielen, who had another solid game again this week. So I'm going to claim my waiver wires. Um, uh, are doing quite well considering I'm not picking any players up on waivers either with, I, I mean I'm a big fan of Puka Nakua got him in Dynasty loving these point scoring got him in our best ball as well I'm loving the point scoring the bit, bit this and it's going to get on my nerves quickly is every week he makes a catch and then they put up a he's he's and like this week it was like he's the first rookie to do this in four weeks and it's like are you going to do this every week of the season because he's that far ahead yeah. of any other rookie ever doing this he's like this story is going to be relevant for every week for the next five or six yeah. if he keeps having anywhere near five six seven catches a week but with Cooper Cup coming back that surely has to drop off like he, I know he, he's, I he's he getting spammed a bit but it should Have they drop said he's definitely coming back? Not officially, but... Because it's this week, isn't it? Yeah. He was out for th- it was four weeks to start with. I but. think McVeigh said that he's... They're hoping he's going to be back in training, but whether or not he's activated is a oh, different story. He's still a few story. weeks off there, isn't he? Not necessarily. But, yeah, he's going to be... Um, it, Cooper Cup and Puka Nakua, I, like, I think you said it the other week, Like they run the same routes, but are you really going to stop them? Like... I, it's it's weird because we none of us spoke about the Rams. Like nobody had the hype around the Rams, and now it's kind of like the Rams are playing quite well. It's quite a good little thing to yeah, look at. It was at. a bit frustrating that yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> I got into the bar and they were we were like twenty three points down or whatever it was, and then they fight all the way back to then blow it in in overtime. I'm yeah. like, wow, yeah, yeah, that's a poor way to lose. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what I got right last week. Uh, you might remember my selection nightmare was the triple threat. Yeah. It was Connor, oh, yeah. Jameer Gibbs, and Alvin Kamara. And you guys advised me to lock Connor in. Yeah. Didn't, too, didn't do too well. However, I played Kamara over Gibbs. So Gibbs only got 7.1. Kamara got 14.9. Good what did Connor have? Six point something. 6.9, Were I think. Were you only picking one of the three? Picking two of the three. Two of the three. So I went with Connor yeah, and Kamara. So, yeah. um, Kamara's always, he's always been a fantasy favourite of mine even after a poor season last year mm-hmm. and I think his 13 receptions off 14 targets he had 13 receptions <laughs> yeah My off 14 God. targets and what did he score 14.9 is this in half PPR no yes I'm going to say yes it is he got 20 odd in full PPR how can he have 13 receptions in full PPR and only score 13 points yeah. <laughs> just going backwards and staying where he is so that, that's exactly why Kamara has been a fantasy favourite. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's a lot ridiculous, of targets, isn't it? Yeah. Is that because there's no Derek Carr? He played. Oh, did yeah, he? he played, yeah, Derek yeah. played. Yeah. Not well. He, not, not well. No, but he played. He, I thought he wasn't he's, playing. He's hurt. You could tell he was hurt. I tell you when you go to a game and then you like try and watch a few games in the bar afterwards, you miss it all. That's <laughs> like I need to be back at home now, just watching Red Zone, listening to what Scott Hansen's got to say. Yeah, missed, <laughs> missed half of the action from yesterday. Didn't even know he was playing. Oh, so yes, Kamara got a lot of usage from uh, from Derek Carr, which, yeah. is, uh, which was nice to see from me. So that brings us up to most valuable player. 
who has been your most valuable player this week? I'll quickly jump in because you've already covered him, Justin Fields. I have him in two leagues. I only had the onions to pick him in one league, oh. but, at least, oh. but at least I did put him out there. Like he, he, his first three weeks were dodgy enough that I couldn't I couldn't gamble in both, but I did look at the Broncos and thought, yeah, you're going back in. Um, played him. You've already been through his stat line. Absolutely brilliant. Um, it's a bit frustrating. He sat on my bench in the in my main league that I'm or the main redraft league that we might I might end up losing because I've left him on the bench. But I'm not going to hold that against him because he's he's done the job in one league. H. I had a few that I could have gone with. I had 11 players over 25 points, but I've gone with Josh Allen. Um, I think he was absolutely brilliant this week um, to take down the Dolphins the way he did. Um, I'm going to go with him. He was 21 of 25 for 320 yards, four TDs, and rushed for one TD with 17 yards. So It's a lot easier to do that when your defense keep giving you the ball back, though. Yeah, it does help. Um, but he was absolutely brilliant. Um, it was a gr- it was a good game to watch anyway. But when you when you have a quarterback like Josh Allen in your team, it's a difference maker. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Well, mine was Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. That was easy. And yeah, that was, that was the an easy easiest decision. selection I've ever done for most valuable player. Helped me win two of my matchups this week. 106 rushing yards, three touchdowns, plus seven receptions for 71 yards. And another touchdown to make him RB1 on the week with 48.7 points. Oh, I think anyone's I'd be up, fuming with that. It's a bit like a it's like chain's week last week. He'd struggle to lose with McCaffrey in your, in your side this week, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd yeah. have to. It's some, some achievement. Yeah, you're right. Because there wasn't really any. I mean, there were some other really big weeks, but um, no, nothing massive. It would it would, it would have taken a hell of a performance from another team to beat someone with McCaffrey yeah or just everyone else on your squad to yeah. just not turn up at all McCaffrey's turning into that player where you, when you're playing against him you go oh god and like we we played against each other me and Ian played against each other last week and you've got McCaffrey and I watched the game and I was just like and honestly you're just watching it going anything under 25 I'll take yeah. and yeah. it's like there is yeah. no other player in the league even Justin Jefferson or yeah. you know the players who were taking around that he's the only one where if you're facing him you just kind of go if it's under twenty five. I'm happy. I'll be happy. I'll, I'll, I'll be there, yeah. happy at the end because because yeah. the chances are like if they've taken them, you know, you were at the start of the draft. You're gonna the rest. Of you, you're not gonna have another superstar in there. So you're just like right. I can make this up in other areas. My running backs are probably not gonna get twenty five points, but I can make it up in other areas. I can't make it up if he ends up getting thirty five forty or as it was this week and forty eight. I think the best thing about him though is he's not being overused anymore like with the Panthers you knew what was happening with San Fran you look around him and like Debo got uh, oh we'll come on to Debo but didn't Ayuk get 20 odd points again this week yeah and it's like 50 yards 160 yards it's, like yeah it's like it, you don't know where the no, attack's coming from it, yeah just all McCaffrey yeah and that's what's frightening about San Fran is they are that good but I think they're utilising McCaffrey really well and he's just a freak. He's going to win best player of fantasy, I reckon, easily, other than like the obvious quarterbacks. But even then, he might beat them. Like He's, he's playing that well. Yeah, he's absolutely smashing it. I mean, we're only four weeks in, but he's averaging more points than he put up in that season a couple of years ago when he was the top scorer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of, or the second best scorer of all time or something. So. Yeah. Right. Right, so that's who won us our games. Let's talk about who let you down this week. So your most worthless player, H? Mine, I shouldn't have picked, and I knew I shouldn't have picked him, 
Um, but I decided to take a gamble because he plays for San Fran, and that was Debo. Um, he only had six rushing yards on the day, nothing else. Um, just, yeah, terrible. Um, I knew I shouldn't have picked him, especially when I had taken him out and brought Nico Collins in and then swapped him back when I found out Debo was active, which obviously uh, it, it killed me because um, Nico had a brilliant game again. So I think that's the problem with, because Kittle didn't score a lot of points either. And I thought, hey, McCaffrey has, like you said, they've got a lot of weapons. We talked about this in the summer. It's like if, they, if McCaffrey has one of those games and Ayuk has a good game, there's just not enough. There's nothing left there's, for anyone there's else. No, there's yeah. not enough to go around. So you, you're kind of relying on, you, you are relying on touchdowns a little bit in that you know they're probably going to score four touchdowns, but if McCaffrey gets all four, then there isn't enough There isn't enough to go around. Well, like, a, even lot, if... a lot of Debo's value in past years has been in the run game. Yeah. You know, jet sweeps, utilising from the backfield. Yeah. With McCaffrey, but, but that's, that's, just, that's just like, gone for him now. We're talking, if you're talking PPR, full PPR, and even if he went five for 60 and another 20 on the ground, you're only talking 13 points. All right, it, you're right. You wouldn't be disappointed and you wouldn't, you wouldn't be in your MWP, but... It's still not solid. It's still not. It's still week, not what you week. want, is it? Like, and that's that's a hell of a lot more than what he got, obviously. But I think it's just more annoying that he had such a good game the week before. And granted, I knew Ayuk was out, but he's been he's been he's been getting his fair share. And then yesterday he just didn't. But uh, the snap count, he was the h- highest receiver in the snap count again this week. Yeah, and just he, he didn't I, get targeted. I think that's going to be. I think McCaffrey's a. I think McCaffrey's a. Set in, set in stone and I, think, oh, the, I yeah. think the other three I think Ayuk Debo and Kittle the only time you're actually I mean you're putting them in if you haven't got a better option the only time you're going to be able to really rely on them is if one of the other three is hurt if one of the other three is hurt like Ayuk was hurt last week Debo and Kittle had a good game yeah. because it just narrows down the options that they've got and this week was it because Debo was a bit hurt and right, Ayuk's had a big game but even Kittle hasn't had a good one it's like you can't I mean, Kittle's always been hit or miss. Hit or miss, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. mega hit or miss. Yeah. 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 Right, go on, Pete. Um, Mine was almost a certain quarterback that, you know, stole the Netflix show. But I'm I'm not going to get on his back because that was my own fault for playing him away from home. So I'm not going to say him. Mine was Dallas Goddard for, I think, the second time this year. And the guy is killing me. He's just fuming. How could you do that? To he's me not hit double figures. Four weeks in the season, he's not hit double figures in full PPR league. Hey, he needs he's, to justify this, really. He's averaging less than five and a half points in full PPR, mate, like a week. It's, I mean, I'm not expecting... It's annoying. He's, he's a tight end. I'm not expecting an awful lot, but... But you want 10 points. <laughs> yeah, I was like, come on. Just get to double figures at least yeah. once. Especially, especially when H was taking him in the fifth round in some drafts. And I'll tell you what, the, big, the bit Sixth. that's worrying Sorry. me, the bit that's worrying me is, defensively, they don't seem to be putting up the same battle and same fight that they were last season. So they're having to outscore teams and they're still not using him. I know. I'd... He did have one catch last From what I could see yesterday, he did have one catch that got called back that was like a 40-yarder that he brought down really well. And I was like, how has how how that been called back? Because that would have helped. But again, five and a half. But, but this, this, is, this also goes back to the San Fran because if you actually have a look, AJ Brown had an absolute yeah, stormer. And Devontae Smith had another okay game. DeAndre Swift had another okay game. Like I know, but I'm got four to... weeks in now and I'm still waiting for his game. Well, <laughs> I have to say, so I've At actually... least Kills had one yeah. game so far. So if you... I don't know if you've noticed my teams where I've had Goddard. 
Thank God it's come out of my squad now. It's yeah. got to that point. The bit for that me. worries me: the, the the league that I've got got it in waited a little bit too long because now, now I'm looking at tight ends on the waivers and I'm like there's just nothing are you there. now ready for dropping got it yeah H are you now ready for dropping yeah. got it yeah wow that's big I've I've I was so I, I am but I haven't got I, yeah. I haven't got anywhere to go with it uh, what, what do you mean I've, I haven't got another tight end and I'm looking at waivers going there's just nobody there that'll be worse yeah I think it can because it's a tight yeah. end that's the problem yeah I I was I thought Goddard would be brilliant this year and he's just I thought he would build on such a good year last year and if he stayed healthy as well I thought he'd be brilliant he's just not he's been he's not and if you I'll put it this way as well I'm now playing a rookie tight end which we have said like oh don't play a rookie tight end granted Sam Laporta looks a little bit different to a normal rookie tight end but I'm now playing Sam Laporta in the dynasty and in both redraft leagues I'm playing uh, Engram, which I got with one of my last picks. Um, but he, he is a keeping, steady tight end. Are you keeping the Porter in, even though Williams has miraculously been thrown back in because they've changed all the rules? Yeah, I, 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 I think the Goff and Laporta have got a little bit of a connection. And if you if you actually look at the Lions' stats, it does it does get spread around quite a bit. You know, Reynolds uh, Reynolds has, yeah. uh, comes in every now and again. They've got is it Marvin Jones? It's not Marvin Jones. It's one of the Joneses, isn't it? Yep. As well um, as obviously Armin Armin Ra. So I I still think he's going to get some targets. Jameson Williams. I've got him in one of our redraft leagues sat in my IR spot and I'm looking at it now going, I might just have to drop him because I don't know whether or not he is going to take over because of Laporta having such a strong start. Well, it's not like, because we're talking tight ends, it's the thing now, like, pre-season, there was loads that were pretty high on, like, got it for you, Schultz, yeah. Friar Muth, we're all saying could be top 10 tight ends. None of those three have even hit double figures yet. I don't, yeah, I don't want to. We're going to leave this till the end of the year. I don't want to go and look back at my top ten tight end yeah. list because that doesn't look that doesn't make for good reading at no, this point. It won't be. Uh, so yes, yeah, so my most worthless player was Joe Burrow. Oh, here, oh, we, go. here we go. Obviously, on the week that I'm hosting, I'm going for a walk. Joe Burrow <laughs> has an absolute stinker. There was a few I could have gone with. I was close to picking the Steelers D, George Pickens, Aaron Jones on his first game back, but I've got to go with Burrow. He went 20 of 30, 465 yards, and one rushing yard. He also lost a fumble for just 4.7 points. So that's the third time in four weeks he's scored single-figure digits. I'm now looking at dropping him from both teams that I've got him in. Yeah. Yeah, that's not pretty reading. Um, Just going back to your tight end thing, Dalton Schultz got over 10 points this week, but I won't. Yes, he did. Don't test me on my Texans' knowledge. He scored a touchdown. Yeah, fair enough. I was reading the wrong stat line. I just checked it. So yeah. apologies there. Well, everyone yeah. got a touchdown against the Steelers, didn't they? <laughs> the Texans' defense were brilliant. Um, no, I've heard, I, I'm not, I'm, I've heard that rumor. Yeah, I've heard no. that they are. Brilliant. Not, was I'm there not, a consideration <laughs> of bringing Davis Mills out and benching Stroud? Just for resting him, probably. Um, what What was brilliant, and we, I mean, we, it's not brilliant to say because it's, it, but it is quite funny. Is there were four quarterbacks off, four people that uh, threw the ball. Uh, CJ Stroud was the number one ranked QB and then the second ranked QB was Devin Singletary um, who passed to Dalton Schultz um, and that was better than Mitchell Trubisky at three and then Kenny Pickett at four who did have a really bad game. Right. 
They could oh. have brought Davis Mills out and given him to the Steelers and gone, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you have a go. There you go. There you go. Get some reps in. <laughs> Back to me. Yeah. Oh, it's all about me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, we were talking about another quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Back to me and my. Oh quarterback. yeah, have you have you moan about yeah. Joe Burrow being awful? Davis, Davis Mills might be your quarterback soon. Yeah, maybe AJ McCarron. It's all purely down because it's the injury. The time he spent out preseason, he's still carrying that injury. He's not able to step up in the pocket. Can't plant his leg to take a downfield shot. So defenses know we're not going long, so they can set up in the short to intermediate areas, knowing full well that Burrow's going to throw it short. And they can just defend it there. So at what point do we need to take Joe Burrow out of the game because it's actually hurting the team? I think now you've got the bye week coming up soon, but you watch Burrow and it's not the same Burrow that it's been. And I mean, granted, like I, I joked earlier and said you're tanking already, but at some point you've just got to go, we've paid this bloke this much money, he needs to be fit and because he's... He, he, he doesn't look a good quarterback right now. Well, no, because we're going into games and we're only using half the playbook or a third of the playbook. The problem is, and I'm not a doctor, but it feels like from the bits I've heard, it's one of those injuries that if they're shutting down for a few weeks, it might not get any better. It needs it needs proper, like it needs a proper rest, and it's. I think that's what they've looked at and gone. We might as well try and get through with him and see if it gets any better anyway. But. It's not going to get any better playing NFL football once a week, is it? So no, and him playing to you know save the season and to make sure we get wins, it's not working. No, but then you you also got your, to look at your best life. hope is bringing someone in who stumbles through a few wins, and just give him six weeks off, and then hope that it clears up in six weeks and he can come back and you can, to use an Aaron Rodgersism, run the table. Well, this is this is why I think we signed AJ McCarron from the XFL MVP of the XFL last year, former Bengal. Former Texans, as yeah. I just said, just let him have it. Let him have it for a couple of weeks. I'll buy weeks, week seven. Yeah, he's going to so, know part of your playbook so give, give as well. Give him the next what two weeks plus a buy. Yeah, let Burrow have three weeks off. You can still where we're at. Yeah, the Bengals can still turn that around from that point as well. Like the the Bengals are that good of a team that they could literally be, let's say, four and two going into the bye week and then come out of it and still be really like you wouldn't say that out of it. I mean, they're one point. and three, so if they come out of the bar week four and two, they have really played well. <laughs> hey, <laughs> sorry, two and four. You knew what I meant. Two and Chiefs four. Ever win a bar. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Chiefs you, could do you that. Demolished you, one of your losses. Yeah. You they, for me, they have to rest Burrow now. It, it it's going to end up hurting them long term, um, especially with like it's not like Burrow hasn't had big injuries before like he you know he ruptured his ACL in his first year and I know it's different to a calf and a knee uh, so, uh, yeah a calf and a knee but like it, at some point you, you've paid this bloke all this money make sure that he's worth the money yeah and I saw, I saw a stat yesterday about our O-line our O-line's pass blocking win rate is currently 36% that's appalling which is it's terrible so for every three they're attempting they're losing two so when you've got a quarterback that physically can't move in the pocket and you're letting two of your three pass blocking attempts through, it's terrible news for the team. Yeah, and the next two is at Arizona, at home to Seattle. I think if, if AJ... What's he called? AJ McCarron? AJ McCarron. If he, if he can't win one of those two, then with the, the talent you've got around you, why have you brought him in? Like, what's the point? What, what, what is he... Literally, what is he there Exactly. I think, I think you should let him, let him have it for the next two weeks, take us to the bye, 
and then we'll see where we're at. Yeah. Do you know what I do? And that's it. I, I, I would be just aiming to get to the buy at two and four and then regroup. The problem is when you come out the the buy, you're at the 49ers at home to the Bills. Yeah. So we'd have to win out from there. Yeah. I just signed Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Get a bit of brisket in there. So I am I am out on Borough now. I, I will be dropping in from both of the leagues I've got him in. I think brisket might be available. Probably is. I think they're getting to the point. They've got to be getting to the point where they go, yeah, I've seen enough from Sam Howell. Like, well, like, we're going to stick with him. Mm. And there's enough teams that would throw a decent pick at brisket. But th- th- this is what I was saying to you last week with uh, Minshew. These, there's a couple of quarterbacks now that are uh, backup quarterbacks that could end up with a starting job. And if you are very desperate one week, it could be worth picking one of them up if but only when they're signed. Yeah. Well, speaking of waivers, why don't we talk about who he's in this week? Um, so going back to my Dallas Goddard, the only the only person who, <laughs> who showed up on because tight ends by basically all I'm looking at. I've made a few moves and brought running backs and wide receivers into my team. So the, the only um position I'm looking at is tight end and the only one is Cole Komet. And I mean he's a bit George Kill it's either going to be big well he had a couple of massive games last season didn't he yeah, yeah. And he, fin- high on him this he year. started really badly last year and he finished well and I'm kind of like well actually and it all comes down to Justin Fields if Justin Fields throws the ball well Cole Komet I think Cole Komet's a, a viable starter like they've got the ball's got to go somewhere DJ Moore can't catch everything as you, you already touched on Chase Claypool I see. I think scratched him out of the game yesterday I think that helps Cole Komet because the targets that were going to Claypool Seem to go to Komet this week, and that's that's my point. It's like if if, if and I, Justin Fields, <laughs> we talked about we talked about they're not playing the Broncos, but when you look at their next four games, they've got not not easy matchups. There's no easy matchups for the Bears. Let's face it, they're zero and four. But in terms of who Justin Fields is coming, and they've up, wasted a first round pick yeah. on Claypool as well. Yeah, it, it, well, yeah, I suppose it was. You could count it as yeah. an, a first round pick, but in terms of who they are coming up against in the next four weeks. It's like if he can't get it going now, he's never going to get it going for the Bears, and I think Cole Komet fits into that. My issue, I mean, and I would highlight Cole Komet if you're struggling at tight end. I think he's a good shout. My issue with him is, I'll be glad that we said I have two Bears on my roster, and that feels like <laughs> that feels like I'm asking for it. But yeah, just talking about the top, the next four games at uh, Commanders, then they are at home to the Vikings and the Raiders, and then they're at the Chargers. So the next time they it's a good four weeks to play. Yeah, the next time they yeah. play a what the NFL refers to as a decent defense is the Saints in Week Nine. Like that's four. That's a four week stretch where if I mean, if I just plug Fields in and plug Komet in at tight end and go for it, just double, double down on Fields. Yeah, you'd hope that you'd at least two of the four you'd get a good result, and then and then in the next four weeks you get the Fields we've had for the first three weeks of the yeah, season. Definitely. Yeah. Fair enough. Stick him on the bench and bring Kirk Cousins back in. Oh. Right, so Cole Komet's worth shout, worth my shout. He's my tight end shout of the week. I'm also bringing a tight end to the party. I'm going Jake Ferguson of the Dallas Cowboys. And this one, he, he's, a, he's a steady player. Um, if you're like me and Pete, where you've got Dallas Goddard, uh, luckily for me, I uh, took another uh, tight end. So it's not the worst thing in the world for me. I can... I can roll with Engram, um, but when it it comes to Engram's bye week, I'm going to be looking for another tight end at the moment. And Jake Ferguson standing out. When's their bye? Seven. Uh, I shouldn't have put you on the spot there. Sorry. 
Jacksonville is nine, I think. Just I'm, randomly guessing now, aren't you? No, I think it is nine. I might be wrong. It is nine? Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. So you got, well, you've got a few weeks there, though, haven't you? Yeah, but you it's still... not really a concern. No, right it's, it's, it's not, but you start looking because... This, this, this is where I start to crumble in leagues. I always start really well and then crumble at the bye weeks because you have to try and find a replacement for your big players. Like one week, I'm not going to have Justin Jefferson, and it's like you, you're going to lose 25 points there, and you have to take a gamble on someone for one week. Um, with Jake Ferguson, it's a little bit different because he's more of a consistent player. He's had in th- uh, three out of the four games, he's had seven targets. Yeah, I like that. Um, and in two of them, he's he's done. He's got a, a five five and a seven target. And uh, this week, he got fourteen point seven points, and that was he he, on, he didn't get a touchdown, but he scored seventy seven yards. Um, he was red. He's been red zone target targeted quite a lot. So first game four, then three, then one, and then two. So he's getting That's the targets got, as well in the red, red zone. zone targets in one game. It was against the Giants. Um, So he's getting the red zone target. But they didn't leave the red zone against the Giants. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's fair enough. Um, So he's just somebody that if you, like I say, if you're someone like me and Pete who picked up Dallas Goddard because you believe some Muppets hype behind Dallas Goddard, he may be somebody. I didn't believe the hype. I just wanted to irritate you. And all it's done is irritate me. Yeah, Yeah, and he's he's made you the most worthless player twice. Yeah. Yeah, but I think if you want are, we having a, the... are we having a rule against you can only you can only mention him a certain <laughs> yeah, amount of times yeah. there comes a point where you should just drop him Pete stop, stop yeah, him you I think if it, it depends what you want with your tight end if you if you feel like you've got that many explosive players you can just get a steady player a Jake Ferguson's the one if you need an explosive player Cole Komet could be the one In my Dallas opinion. Goddard isn't the one it, not yet. That's all. He'll come good. He's gonna. He's gonna go off when I'm. As soon as, soon as you drop him, he's gonna go off. He's will pick him up straight away. Yeah, I can't straight wait for away. it. I need to find somebody else to drop so I can. So <laughs> he's just hold him. Yeah. Just a nature trade. Just want to sit him on the bench. Well, I'm gonna. I'm going after Jordan Love this week. Oh, okay. Well, I've already said I'm getting rid of Burrow. Yeah, weeks. I suppose if you need a quarterback. So I'm looking at replacement quarterbacks. Jordan Love looks to be the one to get. Through four games, he's averaging 22 points a game. Scored eight touchdowns through the air and rushed for two more. So you want your quarterbacks scoring rushing touchdowns. Decent matchup this week against the Raiders D. You are looking pretty poor. Ranked 30 of 32, giving up 25 points and 337 yards a game. Yeah. Only issue we're taking Wolf is that next week is his bye week. So then I have to take another quarterback. Yeah, just so worry about one week at a yeah. time. Yeah. yeah. What's your record in that league? Uh, well, it's in two leagues. I think I'm one in three in both. Yeah, don't worry about. Don't, yeah, don't worry. About five weeks. Don't worry about week five. Week. What are we on? Week five. Don't worry about week six. Just yeah. just, just focus on week five. Yeah, so Jordan, I'm just Jordan loves one concentrating on one week at a time. Just <laughs> attempt to get that win. Which moves us on to your selection nightmares for this week. Pete, who have you got? Uh, mine's two pretty decent players. And um, the one thing I have got in my Dynasty League is wide receivers. And we talked about AJ Brown as, you know, a good couple of weeks, especially this week. Um, 
I've got Puka Nakua, who just continues to rack up the points. So they're sort of locked in. So for my flex position, for this week, I'm between Jalen Waddle and Brandon Ayuk. And Jalen Waddle has just sat him every, every week, apart from the one he was at with concussion. For the other three weeks, I've just plugged him in because I was like, I've got Tua, I've got Waddle. When they connect, that's going to... And when they connected yesterday, and I got really excited until they brought the yellow symbol up to say flag and I was like oh damn uh, and he got wiped off the board I got 10 points wiped off but other than that he's really starting to worry me Waddle like he has not considering how explosive the Dolphins have been and I thought he'll come back in yesterday and he'll be ready to go and it just hasn't happened for him this year and Brandon Ayuk has looked a lot better I would say and he's scoring a lot more points the difference the, the, the thing that adds a little bit of an element to this is the Dolphins are playing the Giants and the um, 49ers are playing the Cowboys. So I think Ayuk's schedule is a little, or game is a little bit more difficult. So I need to pick one of those two. And I'm a little bit unsure as to whether I just stick with Waddle as I have been doing or bring Brandon Ayuk in. I mean, I think if there's any week that you're going to stick with Waddle, yeah. it has to be this week against the Giants. Yeah, I think... I I mean, Sam Fran will put up numbers anywhere, but I think they may have to go a lot more here there and everywhere against a team like the Cowboys I, I to be honest with you I think it's a horrible selection nightmare this one like I, when I saw it I was like oh Ayuk is like almost San Fran number one wide receiver at the moment I'd go with him and then I seen that they were playing the Cowboys and I was like uh and it's worth I think it'll probably be worth riding with Waddle for one more week and then flipping it to Ayuk depending on the matchup but it's a great it's a great team selection to have that this is my problem. I was like, all the other weeks, I brought I brought you two average players who neither of them have scored well. Yeah. But when you look at it, you're like, one of these two could go off for 25 points, and I don't want to have him sat on my bench. So, well, right. well, well through, right, I'll stick well, with Waddle. Through four games, I know Ayuk's had eight more targets than Waddle. Yeah, and Ayuk missed the game. They both missed the game. Oh, they have both missed the game, haven't they? Yeah. So in three games. Ayuk's had eight more targets than Waddle. Yeah. So he's getting the volume, even though it's a stacked offense. I just think the matter them. Now is not the week to drop Waddle. Yeah. Yeah. I see your point. When you put it like that, that makes that makes a lot of sense. Like if it was the other way around, you know, playing the Cowboys, I'm like absolutely 100% drop Waddle. Yeah. But probably not this week. It's just that yeah. sort of you know we were talking the other week about do you make quick harsh decisions or do you stick and be loyal to your players it's like I feel like I'm being really loyal to Waddle and he's not repaying it at all the thing is though this is the week where Waddle will be like 35 points and you all of a sudden you're going am I going to bring Ayuk back in like yeah. it, it, it's going to be one of them but for, yeah I I honestly believe the better matchup is Waddle even as a WR2 than Ayuk against the Cowboys because Cowboys D look pretty good to be fair I could potentially solve this for you by sending you a trade (laughs) (laughs) I've already traded Ayuk in one league so I'm not sure I want to do it in another right H who have you got Uh, mine is uh, an Ian Harrison special from last week Um, triple threat yeah two from three I need Um, so I've got Aaron Jones against the Raiders Debo against Dallas and then Nico Collins against the Falcons. Oh, and it's the last what? Yeah, well, Aaron Jones is locked in. 
but the way so the reason that Aaron Jones is in here is how bad he was this week. I know he's coming back he's from injury. I, I know. So has this been know, two flex positions? Two flex positions, yeah. And then my other one, the the Aaron Jones is because he was still injured. To be honest, that's why Miles Sanders isn't in this. Miles Sanders is going to be out for this week for me because he, he seemed to really struggle yesterday. Um, There was rumours that he wasn't going to play at all. That's why I ended up picking Tuba Hubbard up last second. But that was a mistake. But yeah, uh, it's either Debo or Nico, which... I I'd probably go with Nico. I was going to say Debo. And that it just against all of my instincts. Who are the Texans playing? Falcons. If I put it this way, Nico Collins this week. So this is what's really annoying because deep it at should your be place, Debo. At the Falcons at their place. Uh, at the Falcons. The De- Debo should be this pick, yeah. But because he he got was so bad this week, and now he goes up against the Dallas, and the fact that Nico Collins has had two very good weeks now. He uh, Nico Collins has scored twenty seven point six and then thirty five point eight. I I would play Aaron Jones and Debo Samuel on the but Aaron Jones, I think, was always going to struggle in his first game back. He's now got a an extended break because they don't play till Monday night next week. So, he, you know, I'm assuming, keep an eye on the practice reports, assuming he practices and he plays, I think Aaron Jones, if you've got Aaron Jones on your roster and he's fit and he's playing, you've got to play him. And I would be tempted to go with Debo because I think a lot of, with, the, with a lot of these things, they correct themselves. And like you just said, like, he's just had a really bad game. And again, I would, I wonder how much of that was down to injury, but... On the basis that we've just talked about, we're not going with Ayuk. They're going to spread the ball around a little bit more. I feel like Debo's a bit of a safer play, and that could be a bit of a shoot. They have got good defenses, but it could be a bit of a shoot out there. So it really goes down to do you trust more H? Yeah, me or Pete? Neither of you. What I would do. I also have Tank Dell to throw in the mix there as well, but no, I won't. What tank- I started to just do my Justin Fields thing, play because I you. Did, this, we're talking about Nico Collins. Who you you're in five fantasy leagues. There's no way you haven't got him in at least three. So just play him, play him in the other I one, have. and play Debo in this one. I've got him, in... and you can't really be upset. I think I've got him in four out of five. Just leagues. Spread spread your spread your chances around. Okay. Just don't go all in on Nico Collins. Just play him in one league and not the other. This will, this will be an apology from Pete next week. Now. Yeah. I shouldn't have split it. <laughs> no, mate. I'm not upset. You got you can't you can't play badly if you're Justin Fields if you're listening. You can't play that badly for three weeks and then expect me to start you in all my fantasy leagues. <laughs> you're lucky I started you in one. Yeah, well, you're lucky you started him in one. Yes, I'm lucky I started yeah. him in one. Um, I don't have a special nightmare this week. Uh, due to bye no, weeks. lucky you. I know. <laughs> well, due to bye weeks, I'm waiting to see our, on the injuries to Javante Williams and T. Higgins. It was a great trade, that one, by the way. Yeah. Thanks. It worked well, that, didn't it? Yeah, it worked out really well for me. AJ, AJ Brown, who scored 40 points this week. Yeah. And Javante Williams, who went off injured. Went off injured, yeah. If, if Javante is fit, then I'll decide between him and Damien Pierce. Damien Pierce. But, On the flip side... But for now, it looks like I'm not going to have to make a decision. If you want to feel slightly better, the trade that you made with me at the same time... That, Rashad White for Mike Evans. Yeah, Mike Evans got like basically cost me yesterday by getting injured, so... Swings and roundabouts. Yeah. yeah. Swings and roundabouts. So yeah, uh, yeah. After I might have to decide between Javante and Damian Pierce. 
I'll be honest, well, it's not you. That one shouldn't be a debate no, because well, I, if, I don't think it's going to be an option. Yeah, for me. If Williams is is injured or even a little bit, considering how well uh, was it uh, Jaleel McLaughlin who came on for him, the running back three was like seemed to do really well. It could be that the and uh, Samar JP ran was okay as well. It could be a, sh- a bit more of a shared workload for a week or two with yeah. Javante. Fair enough. And Damian Pierce and. Uh, I know it's Texans again, but Damian Pierce had a lot better game, uh, over 100 yards. Um, I know it was his first one of the season, but looked a lot better this week. So I wouldn't even hesitate on that one. Fair enough. Right, let's uh, let's talk about our matchups. Who are you picking that's got a decent matchup this week? I am going all in on the New York Jets this week. <laughs> and I was thinking totally about... Totally out of character. Yeah. Uh, is um this is the last time if they don't win this is the last time you will hear me utter those words this season because and uh, because uh, this is the week they really have to win and they put up a bit of a fight against the Chiefs but at one and three and coming up against the Broncos I'm just I've got to the point where I mean when you watch the Bears put up 28 points in just over a half against the Broncos you've got to think the Broncos are just not very good yeah and. I mean, if you start, if you've got Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook, chances are you're starting him anyway. If you've got Garrett Wilson, chances are you're starting him anyway. If you've got Joe Burrow and you're looking for a quarterback, dude, don't. I would, don't. I encourage you to look the way of Zach Wilson. Get a grip of <laughs> yourself. This, this, this is the, this. this is the week that Zach Wilson finishes as a top twelve quarterback in fantasy. Oh, Zach Wilson. I hope I'm playing you this week. Zach Wilson. I'm not starting. Oh. I don't have these issues. I'm not starting Zach Wilson. But this is my this is my match. When I look no, down, I'm this, saying, this... if I beat you with Zach Wilson, oh yeah, that that, that would uh, counteract the cousins from a couple of weeks ago. Zach Wilson. We do against... need to talk about that though. Yeah, Zach Wilson against the Broncos is. I should have brought it up. Zach Wilson against the Broncos is my matchup pick of the week. He's going to be. You know, I like to go for something a little bit more random. Yeah. Which is why I never get it right. Yeah. But. Top 12 quarterback this week. Zach oh, okay. Old. This is his last chance. Last chance yeah. to leave Zach Wilson. Okay. H. Um, I've also gone a quarterback, but mine isn't as bold as Pete's. Is um, it Jordan Love? It's not Jordan Love either. Um, is it Desmond Ritter? <laughs> n- no, it's not Desmond Ritter. Um, it's actually your quarterback, Anthony Richardson. Um, if you need a mobile quarterback, pick that dude up. Um, watching him yesterday, but I, he was brilliant again to watch. And uh, we we said it a couple of weeks ago. He's just he's exciting to watch, but I think because he has that mobility, he's got he's got a rushing touchdown in every start that he's he's played now. Um, it was two hundred passing yards and two TDs as well. The I think he's I think he's a great great player to watch, and with the dual threat, that makes him a great fantasy quarterback as well. He's the reason I'm not starting Justin Fields twice this week. I'm going to start Richardson in yeah. our main redraft league. Yeah, and that's yeah. the issue playing leagues with Pete, because I know for a fact he's not available. He's not in nope. one. Exactly. <laughs> he's no. not. Exactly. He's not. I picked right. him up in about the 10th, 11th round in both redraft leagues, yeah. and, and everybody just, every, when I did it, everybody went, what? And I was like, second, you don't need a second quarterback. And I was like, he's going to come good. Yeah. I didn't think it'd happen this early. Yeah. I thought he'd be relevant for fantasy. And I didn't think he'd look as good as he does. Even when we talked about it. Yeah. But fantasy-wise, I thought he would be relevant by the end of the year. Yeah. But he's Do averaging you know, well over 20 points. I, I, I know it's uh, very early on, 
it feels like both the Texans and the Colts got their quarterbacks. Like for that team, the way that they play, like I really like Richardson at the Colts, and then you bring into the fact that the rumors are today to, uh, Jonathan Taylor's back. All of a sudden, like the Colts, like you, you're a little worried about the Be Colts. Be interesting now. to see what happens with Taylor. It will. I think he... there's no rumors that they've said they're going to give him a contract yeah I can't imagine he's just gone oh well I've watched you the first four weeks two and two yeah bring me in yeah, he, he, I'm, ready. I'm he, ready let's go I'll just put my body on the line yeah, that the injury same... that I never had in the first place <laughs> yeah let, let's go he saw the uh, Anthony Richardson and Michael Pittman t-shirts this weekend and was like yeah I'm, I'm, I'm in on that have you not seen them no so they turned up to the game with um, a stepbrothers uh, t-shirts oh, cool. like so, um, yeah it was quite funny fair well, I'm not going with a quarterback. I'm going with Christian Watson against the Raiders. I like this okay. one. Yeah, I mentioned before about Jordan Love. Packers with a great matchup against a poor Raiders day. I think I think Christian Watson is going to be the main beneficiary. Watson is a touchdown monster, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He did, oh, he, 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 did, he did very little against the Lions. And when, when they needed a touchdown and when they were going to score a touchdown, off he put. Yeah, well, he made, he made his return last week with a hamstring injury. Um, he only played 40%, 46% of the snaps, though. But he's on a snap count. In his limited time on the field, caught two of four for 25 yards and a touchdown. But this week, he should be a full go. I think playing against the Raiders, D with Jordan Love, I think Christian Watson's going to have a decent week. All in on the Packers this week, aren't you? Yeah. It's not like me, that, because I don't usually like the Packers. It's going to be Jordan. It's going to be. Now Jordan... Rodgers is gone, I kind of like him. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be Jordan. You're going to have Jordan Love and Christian Watson in the same team. Uh, well, actually, yeah. Potentially, yeah. You might as well double down. Yeah. yeah. I. I, I go big or go home. That's a stressful Monday night football. Oh, it will be. It Jordan will be. Love's getting more and more impressive. Like even in his bad games, he's still managing to find a way, and it helps. Like I didn't realize this this week. Romeo Dobbs, uh, Dobbs had such a good game. Like and I've got him in yeah. one of my best balls. Uh, uh, sorry, in in my best ball, and I think he was just short of thirty points, and it was like, and then Christian Watson was also in there as well. So like they're airing it out as well. Um, and like you said, Christian Watson's the deep threat. They didn't, and a good, they didn't look good early on against the Lions, though. They didn't. They tried to make a game of that. Yeah. The Lions look good. The Lions do look good. And also, just going on to the Lions, the Jacksonville passing up on Aiden Hutchinson just seems like such a daft move yeah, now. he's a player, isn't he? He is a freak. Yeah. I think the thing is, he's one. it's one of those where... I don't, I'm, I'm not a, an expert by any stretch of the imagination yeah, sure, on, yeah. on NFL defences, but when the Lions are on the field, you watch Aiden Hutchinson, you yeah. notice Aiden Hutchinson. When the Jags were on the field, and I was there yesterday. I, I like it you don't... when he had his parents mic'd up in the stands. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was entertaining. Like, that was ridiculous, because his mum has got no idea. She's not a clue what's going on. <laughs> no, doesn't know. How many games was she have been to? Still hasn't got a clue. No. What even position he plays or anything. No. Doesn't even know. Her husband sat next to him going, yeah, he got him. Yeah, yeah. He's number ninety-seven, love. Yeah. But you go, you want, you watch the Jags, and Walker just doesn't have the same, it's same impact or anything. It just, it's just not there. Like, I, it's a, I, I was listening to obviously. It's, and it's this is why the Jags are why the. Sorry to interrupt yeah. you, mate, but this is why the Jags are why because they keep getting these high picks and keep messing them up. Yeah. The only one that they seem to have hit on is Trevor Lawrence, but I don't. Coming out of college, you couldn't not hit on Trevor Lawrence. No. I, was, like I said, I was listening to one of the guys that I listened to in the Texans, and he said it's just one of them where they've they've overthought that pick. They've gone with the athleticism, and because he did really well in the, um, the in the combine, 
and they've just overthought that. Um, you, the Aiden Hutchinson looks brilliant, and it it's not going to be long before we're talking about him in the same category as your your Micah Parsons. I think he is going to develop that that much if he's not already in that kind of category at the moment. Fair enough. But defenses aren't fantasy relevant, so we'll move it on to. No, they're not. So we'll go back to fantasy relevant, and we're going to do our new feature mm. that we came up with last week. We are going to talk about who's had a howler. So this feature is named in honour after Sam Howell's four interception game week. We shine a light on this week's worst QB and discuss the prospects for them for the future. So taking injuries out of the equation, so Derek Carr, Kenny Pickett and Joe Burrow all get a pass for this. I've already That's talked about for them. I know. I've yeah. already talked about Burrow's performances anyway. So this week's howler goes to Desmond Ritter. Yeah. And well deserved. Pete saw it live. <laughs> 19 of 31 for 191 yards and the TD was offset by two INTs and a fumble. Yeah. Is anyone having Desmond Ritter in the fantasy team? No, not in the fantasy team at all. I don't even know why they've got them in. They've still got him in his NFL team. Like, no. I picked him up in Dynasty and I dropped him a week later. But rather than talking about Ritter, like, should we really, should really now be talking about Pitts and London? Yes. He's so annoying now. You, you, you dropped London in a league, one of our league last week, I did. last last week, I did. which I surprised him. me. And I was like, mm. gave up on him. But someone had to go. Watch watching it on Sunday. I don't know. It's going to be one of those players where you just you're never going to be able to rely on him. It's like Pitts. I mean, Pitts is slightly different because it's tight end. So I mean, if, if he stumbles along at five six points, is more than Dallas Goddard's getting you. Like you're not your tight end position if you haven't got one of the big lads that we talked about at the beginning of the season your Andrews and your Kelsey and potentially Hawkinson is that they're not you, it's not going to put up a big score anyway so you can play Pitts in the hope that it gets better and he has a good week and he has a few more targets this week than he did last week but Drake London is just it's going to be so 15 points or zero right? if you're starting Drake I... London if you're starting Drake London on any week you are grasping yeah yeah I, you've either been ravaged by injuries, you've got half your team out on a bye, you are desperate. I will say this, if it gets to the point where Desmond Ridder is not a starting quarterback, I will be picking up Drake London because we saw what Heineke did with McLaurin last year and he will get a target and he will just spam him and it will be every throw is going there. Yeah. And Heineke can air the ball out. We, like I say, we we saw it with Washington last year. Granted, he's not Patrick Mahomes or anywhere even close to that. But I would, if you if you're looking at Kyle Pitts and at Drake London, you are hoping that Heineke gets the nod soon. Still, be the same play calls coming through though. But at least with the throwing plays, you've got a quarterback who can actually make the throws. Watching Desmond Ritter this week, it was just. It was awful. It, it just there was. N- I don't think there was. There were, normally, when you're watching at the NFL, you have like that one or two plays where you go, "Oh, that was a good throw." I don't think I had that with Desmond Ridder. No. The, the worrying, the worrying thing. If we're talking fantasy perspective for Drake London, Kyle Pitts, but with a focus on London, the worrying thing is you've come out today and say that Ridder is their quarterback, and that's it. Which means he's not. No, but, but 
They did yeah. the same with Mariota the, last the, year. The vote of confidence. They held on, they held on, they held on before they made the change. And, the, and I, it feels a little bit like the same thing to me in that they held on because they were kind of still in the running. And, and the same thing's going to happen. Yeah. They're two and two. And you look at their schedule, they're two and two. They've got the Texans, the Commanders, the Bucks, the Titans, the Vikings, and the Cardinals are the next six games. Now, even with Desmond Ritter, you would not put it past them to win at least half of them, yeah, maybe yeah. even four of them. Yeah. yeah. If they win, if he if he goes three and three, and they're sat at five and five when they get into the then bye, it just looks like a false economy. Yeah, but then it's like, well, he looks like he's doing all right, and it's like, yeah. It, yeah. it's not. So many times, coaches need them to have a really bad few weeks yeah. before they make the change, and I think Arthur Smith feels a little bit like that. He's, I don't think he's got the. I I am just on that. It does feel harsh to be talking about dropping a quarterback when he's two and two. Like you, you look at other, you know, Justin Fields. We're we're probably gonna keep rolling with Justin Fields in fantasy football, and he's zero and four. And yeah, but fantasy football is different. Yeah, it, it is. It is. And it, but this is what what I'm saying. It feels really harsh to be saying, you know, oh, we should. We should be talking about getting rid of Drake uh, of uh, Desmond Ridder. He's two and two, we, and th- we know what we know what the Falcons are going to do. They're going to run because they've I think got the Falcons are two and two in spite of Desmond yeah. Ridder. Not yeah, because of well, that's it. That's yeah. the problem. And I don't, th- but I don't think Arthur Smith is strong enough to go. Right, we've given this lad four weeks. He's not shown me enough. Right, let's, yeah, he he rode with Mario. It's going to be another four weeks. Yeah, and then yeah. you, then you're two weeks away from your bye. And he's probably going to go, well, let's give it another two weeks. And yeah. he's going to leave it until the bye, which is week 11. And that's what and he did the, last year as well. You, you know, if you are forced to play Drake London, those weeks, would I rather play a Gabe Davis? Yeah. You'd rather take that gamble because... Because Drake London will either get me three or 15. Yeah. Gabe Davis could get me 30. Yeah. Or zero. Or zero. Yeah. I'd, yeah. Probably, rather, I'd probably rather roll with the higher ceiling with Gabe Davis. Yeah, I think that's, that's it. If you'd if you'd have if we'd have done a full list of our, I mean, Drake London was probably in our top thirty wide receivers when we talked about it. Probably it will be, yeah, yeah. But and there'll be a lot of players now that we're talking about. Puka Nakua being a prime example. Mm. Tank Dell, Nico Collins, you know, just to name just a couple of Texans. But there are there Jeez, are Pete. wide receivers out there, and this is what you know. This is what happens with fantasy football. The draft's obviously important, but waivers and who you pick up and who you play and who you drop because it changes so much like yeah. the players that were relevant at the start aren't necessarily as relevant now and you've got to keep managing it through the season and I'd, like I said I don't think I'd pick if you were if you were redrafting now I'm not picking Drake London no. if you went right you can have a complete redraft and we'll start from week 5 you still get your record but you have a whole new team Drake yeah. London's not going before Nico Collins no. he's not no. going before Christian Watson we just talked about Rome, even Romeo Dobbs it's like yeah. Gabe Davis Drake London would be way down the list. Yeah, he would yeah. now, yeah. 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 And right. that's a wide receiver one, which is even worse. And I think that's it. Even with a, even with a different quarterback, as Ian's already pointed out, the play calling is still going to be the same. So yeah, it's still Art Smith. But I'd, and as soon, and they yeah, might, use, I, I they might throw the ball at Drake London. He might he might get get them down there. And then Algier put like I, no, I, it in, I completely like, get right, now that. Now we're in. Now we're ahead. We can just run the ball every yeah. play. So. But, unless they start lining Drake London up in the backfield. I, the 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 only the only thing with me is right now Reddick doesn't look capable of making throw after throw. No, I get that, and that's why for like you're not gonna you're not gonna pick up Drake London now unless Tyler Heine- Taylor Heineke comes in. No, and no, absolutely not. And 
it, yeah, that's the kind of the you know the, the end of the day that that is the decision that you're gonna have to make. But he scored a touchdown yesterday though, Drake London. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. But and still only if, got eleven point eight in full, yeah, full PPR. Yeah, it's just three for forty three. So before we move on and finish with the fixtures that we usually do, I know we're pressed for time. However, I want to do an update on our Jacob Stracker. Oh, I've got this here because as well. we are in week four and it's happened. <laughs> Josh Jacobs is in the lead. No, he's is not. He? he is. No, he's not. Fifty-seven point nine oh. fantasy points versus fifty-five point six fantasy points. He's three. Uh, Etienne is three five six yards, and Jacobs is We're three three nine. That. that Fantasy points. <laughs> that was not what the thing was. Fantasy anyway. points. Well, to be fair, I, we'd have to go back and And check. it's only because he's getting spammed the board, in the game. The board shows points scored. Yeah, it would be, it would be fantasy. But I mean, we are a fantasy football podcast. All right, it's Jacobs fine. is winning and it's week four and he's not going to look back. The question it's is... only because he's getting spammed. Full, PPR. Full PPR. Full PPR. Full, full PPR. Half PPR is not... I don't care about half PPR. Because that's not what we're doing here. There's no way anyone's going oh, to 300 points look, off people. <laughs> the ball goes up to 300. If we ever make this clear, we'll get a little bit... Can no. we clear it? It's written down. It's yeah. written down. I- Ian's, Ian's picked Let's it up. It's written because, down, so it's fact. Because he's got, got a, uh, a quarterback who's just going to spam Jacobs with passes on the screen. You thought of that when you made the bet, shouldn't you? What we need is... Hey, hey, what you need to do, H, and I know you love doing this, is you need to go back and check that episode to work <laughs> out. <laughs> I will. Tell us where, I know you will, mate. I will. Don't you worry. But talking of bets, me and Pete came up with your punishment, Ian, because okay. Pete did beat you with Kirk Cousins. He did. And last week, Pete was really upset. And I thought I wasn't going to. Yeah. We both stayed up for Monday Night Football, and I was like, this is getting far too close to the end. <laughs> and AJ Brown is destroying about three of my players here. But yes. Yeah, so, so the next time we go out, which it, I think we're going so, to Hickory's to watch the. Uh, watch the game. Watch the game. One of the Red, Red Zone or whatever. Hickory's, if you're listening, sponsorship, free yeah. drinks. Um, um, so, yeah. I have to, just to be fair, like, I, I apparently am going to wear a tank top because I didn't for the draft. Yeah. So I will bring that out. Pete we, came up with this. We are going to order way. you a lovely Taylor Swift t-shirt for you to wear for that Sunday afternoon. Oh, as my, we as we know, you're such a big fan. In my head, I'm now like, can I just leave the podcast? <laughs> yeah. You know how big a Taylor Swift fan you are, so I'll get that sorted would I, for Would you. I rather just have my evenings to myself, not talking football with you two? So when it when we, we go out, that's awful. That's awful. When we go out, you that, you will be wearing a, oh, a Taylor Swift T-shirt. That's with, horrific. With we'll Pete in his tank top, and pictures will be posted onto our no, socials no, for that. I'm not sure why anybody wants to see a picture of him in a Taylor Swift T-shirt yeah. and me in a tank top. But at least make sure it's the right size. Don't just give me a child's medium or something. Uh, Turn it ooh, into a Zeke. I had a, I had a crop Turn it into a Zeke cut off. Yeah, crop top. That's even better. You can't do that. Taylor Swift crop top. <laughs> right, so finish it off with the fixtures, Pete, because we, right. we are running on time. Right, so just very quickly, last week, out of the games that we all agreed on, Lions won, Vikings won, Eagles won, Chargers, Cowboys, 49ers, Chiefs all won. The only one we got wrong were the Bengals. We all went Bengals against the Titans, so we messed that up. Um, on the others, I got a lot wrong. We've already talked about me getting the Bills right. H got a lot right. So in summary, we've still got the Giants-Seahawks tonight, and Ian, you went to Giants, the rest of us have gone Seahawks. 
in summary, I went eight and seven. Ian's gone ten and five, and H has gone thirteen and two. Wow! Wow! So if the Seahawks win tonight, you will go fourteen and two across the week. And the only two you got wrong were the Bengals and the Dolphins. Every other game. That's, in, that's in, mega, that. in part because we bullied you into taking the Texans over the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I appreciate that. Lions, Jags, Vikings, Broncos, Ravens, Texans, Rams, Bucks, Eagles, Chargers, Cowboys, 49ers, Chiefs. Well done, mate. Thank you. Great so that takes your lead. You are on to 44 wins, ahead of three ahead of Ian on 41, and I'm trailing badly on 36. Oof. So you are eight ahead of me four weeks into the season. Uh, right, this week we'll kick off with Thursday Night Football, Bears at Commanders. Bears. I'm going Commanders. I've gone Commanders as well. Right, well, that's a game back on eight, so I'm getting there. That's one. Jag, <laughs> Jags at Bills. This is the uh, London game. Bills. I've gone the Bills as yeah, well. Yeah, I think that's a clean sweep on the Bills yeah. after that performance. I've, yeah. The only advantage the Jags have got is they're obviously in London all week. But I've, I've heard something about Doug Peterson said that even he wasn't sure where they were going to do their tape review this week. Like they didn't have it planned out because they never stayed for the full week. So just book an Odeon. Yeah, I was like, I mean, there's there's plenty of cinemas in London yeah. and most of them aren't being used. So you yeah. think they'd be able to get that get sorted? Get to every man. You can have a beer. Uh, right. Let's see how, how every man sponsors. We've heard H be very confident about the Texans. So let's see how confident he is now. Texans at Falcons. I have gone Texans for this one. So have I. Oh, I am going to say the Falcons bounce back. I feel like I've taken the Falcons every week and it's not paying off, so... It's paid off half the time. <laughs> well, that's two. true. Yeah. Uh, Panthers at Lions. Lions. I've gone Lions as well. Yeah, I think that's a clean sweep for the Lions, mm. especially at home. They do look... They are They're like, exciting. Both offence and defence. Do you know what? I meant to make this point on the... Um, the Thursday night win last week because they beat the, the Packers I know the Chiefs win was when they beat the Chiefs at the beginning of the year it was the big showy win I thought the beating the Packers was a bigger statement on Thursday yeah. like, did, in division and they destroyed them for the first did, half well did you see, you see as well yeah, yeah did you see the um, the uh, Dan Campbell in is in the dressing room after it I'd run through a brick wall for that guy like and that's uh, it. He, he's got he, him going. Yeah, he he has been uh, credit where credit's due because he started off really rough. He's built a really good squad there now, and they look they're, they're exciting to watch. Yeah. Well, Dan Campbell, if you're listening, sponsor I've us. Got, I've got a pile of bricks at home. <laughs> <laughs> I will happily. We, stack you them stand up. on the other side of him. <laughs> he runs towards you. No, honestly, like what? Watch it. Watch his. Um, watch the the the. A video clip of him in the dressing room after it and honestly like I'm I, I'm pumped for the Lions like that's he is he's brilliant to listen to a lot of the time um, he, right. he wears his art on his sleeve as well so I like coaches like that okay. Titans at Colts Colts I've got Colts as well oh clean sweep for the Colts how about that what about the AFC South eh? I know Desmond's all the way what a, di- <laughs> what a division that is None of this. Oh, well, we're three and one. And None of that dumpster fire AFC North. Yeah, what are yeah. Well, we're three and one, and they're zero and four. Bengals and Steelers. Yeah, tanking. absolutely none of that. Two and two all the way yeah. from top to bottom. <laughs> That's what you want from a division. Let's keep it exciting. Giants at Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, I've gone Fins as well. Yeah, I think that's a clean sweep. Saints at Patriots. This could be a tough one. I'm having the Saints. I have gone the Saints, but I have noted this one that I think it could be the worst game because it's just 
it, like sometimes you, you you go two defensive teams and it's quite exciting to watch. This one, I don't. I, they're both defensive teams, but I'm I've got other than player coming on Derek Carr, I've I've just not got the interest for it. I could not agree more with you in terms of how terrible I think this game is going to be. Yeah. Like, like I say, I'm in London on Sunday and I, I we're going to find somewhere to watch the games and I just hope that we find somewhere that's got like six TVs and this is the one game they don't show. Because <laughs> like, I just I really have no interest in Saints at uh, Patriots. But I'm going to do the thing that I always do gets me wrong is I'm going to disagree with the both of you. I'm going to go Patriots. I think if it's a low-scoring game, I think Bill Belichick yeah. will find a way to win that game. Enough. Ravens at Steelers. It's got to be it's Ravens. I've gone Ravens as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think you, I think the Steelers have got a really good chance in that game. A lot of it depends on the quarterback. Like, yeah, like Pickett's looking like he's going to be out. Yes. Yeah, but he's not done his ACL. But they're saying it could but be. But I think weeks. I think I'm, I'm going to go with the Ravens. It seems a bit daft back in the Steelers with all that against them. Ian, I'm going to let you go first on Bengals at Cardinals. It's got to get better, hasn't it? It can't get worse. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with the Bengals and just hope hope that we turn this, it around. Do you know what? This is one of those games where I give you more hope if you just sit Joe Burrow and, and play yeah, McCarron. Yeah, like, right, that's it. He's out until after the bye week. Yeah, let's go for Good it. We've got McCarron. two weeks and just everybody, just have a good week of practice and then just go for it on Sunday. Yeah. I, I am, I've, got, I've got to believe we're going to improve. I'm sorry, I'm going to go cards. I'd, look, see, I'd like to see what the spread is on that. They look frisky. Cardinals are busting their backsides off, but I I can't see the Bengals being that bad. And like, so I've got to go Bengals. But I I think you mentioned it the other week. Like, I can't believe how well the Cardinals are playing because we all thought they were just going to be zero seventeen this year, and they're not. Bengals are a three-point favourite to answer your question. Wow. i jump on that. What, on the Bengals? Well, actually, I actually saw something about that. They released us as a seven-point favourite. And everyone hammered it and they brought, <laughs> they brought it down. <laughs> right, so Ian's going Bengals. I'm going Cardinals. H, I'll go Bengals. Yeah, Bengals. I will. I don't like all these. I mean, I know I need games that where I'm different to you two, but I feel like I'm just going to form up further and further behind. Um, this should be a good game. Eagles at Rams. Eagles. I have gone Eagles, but this is the one where I think there could be an upset. Yeah, I'm going to go clean sweep with the Eagles. Jets at Broncos. I've gone Jets. Same. Yeah. And I know you have Pete. Yeah. With Zach Wilson as a top 12 quarterback. Zach Wilson, top 12 quarterback. <laughs> yeah. I... The way he played last night, he played well. And. He's taken so much slack and so much like negative comments towards him. And you, what watched... I was enjoying around him playing was all the Donna Kelsey memes. <laughs> I did see that one. The one, the one with Travis Kelsey's like he's with Fal Taylor Swift and Zach Wilson's and was by Donna. Donna Kelsey. I, was like, I love that. You're horrible. <laughs> yeah, I think it's. Um... I, I, yeah, I do think it's last chance to lose Zach Wilson though. I like, think... If he if he cannot put up points against the Broncos, they they've seriously got to look at that and go. Yeah. Right. This is the game where I'm genuinely tempted to put Garrett Wilson back into my fantasy team. After it's never left mine. Yeah, no, I, I won't be taking him he out. He scores enough. He, no, he, he he came out of 
the starting lineup. He's still in there. I just well, no, he's still yeah. in my starting lineup. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not losing. I'm not giving up on him. Um, I'm not giving up on him. If he had, if he, if he had Aaron Rodgers, as I said, he'd be the third best wide receiver in the league this year. Chiefs at Vikings. Chiefs. Yeah, Chiefs for me as well. Chiefs and the refs versus the Vikings. <laughs> Cowboys at 49ers. Peace 49ers. <laughs> yeah, I'm going 49ers. I think if that was it. I have gone 49ers as well. I have actually wrote this one. Sure it's going to be... Whatever they fucking flipping call it. So, I mentioned earlier the Saints-Pats where it's a two defensive teams. That is going to be like a hard watch. They are two solid defences, but I am happy to watch that game. I think that'll be a great game. I still think it could be high scoring despite the... <laughs> yeah, I do. And finally, Monday Night Football is Packers at Raiders. I've gone the Packers. I've got Raiders. So even though I backed Jordan Love and Christian Watson Raiders. to wow. I, think, I think the Raiders are not scoring. So that should be a good game to watch them. Yeah. I think it'll be a shootout, that one. And that brings us to the end of week five because the Seahawks, Browns, Bucks and Chargers are all on a bye. So yeah. Baker can't bake this week. No, no baking from the bakes. So. Thank God. Right, well, cheers, boys. Thanks for that. Enjoyed it. Thanks to Thanks everyone who's listened. Mate. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations. One day continue. Yeah, Congratulations. One day, one day I might get to do it. <laughs> uh, for all you listeners out there, follow us on the socials. Let us know your thoughts. Weigh in on the selection nightmares that we put up. And just give us any feedback that you want. But most importantly, spread the word. And we'll all see you next week. Thank you.